Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil Alemin. Ve usalli ve usallim ala seyyidil evvelin ve ahirin nebiyyena Muhammeden ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve barak ve sallam. Alhamdülillah, we have reached the 17th juz, the 17th section of the Qur'an. And this is taking us deep into the revelation. And this section is made up of two mighty chapters, one Surat Al-Anbiya and the second Surat Al-Hajj. In Surat Al-Anbiya, the chapter of the prophets, we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us a deep look at the great messengers of Allah. But what is so shocking about this chapter is that it begins with two verses that are so relevant to us today that we today probably can understand this verse better than any point in human history. And Allah tells us, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim, nasi hisabuhum wa hum fi ghaflatin mu'ridun. مَا يَأْتِيهِمْ مِنْ ذِكْرٍ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ مُحْتَثٍ إِلَّا اسْتَمَعُوهُ وَهُمْ يَلَابُونَ Closer and closer to humanity comes their reckoning, yet they do not care and they turn away. Whenever a renewed message comes to them, they listen to it and they play. So this is so relevant to our situation today because there are signs coming to us daily from the earth. Earthquakes, tornadoes, floods, droughts, animal diseases, all types of incidents are happening. And when they happen today, in this particular climate, it is unprecedented. Every time you hear about the flood, you hear about the tornado, they tell you this is the worst in our history. And so sign after sign is coming. Yet at the same time, people are spending more and more time playing around. So Allah tells us, we are giving you the signs, a renewed message is coming, but you play around. Last year, this is the hottest year on records, but people are spending more money today. For example, in the United States, Americans spend over $646 billion per year on outdoor recreation alone. This will, will, will outstrip anything except the military budget. And so, as the verse is shockingly saying, we're giving you the signs, giving you the signs, but what do you do? You play. You play with the World Series. You play with the World Cup. You play with your Super Bowl. Whenever Allah gives you something clear, you turn away from it. And so this chapter is illustrating the external obstacles. And especially it goes into the external obstacles that faced the great prophets. And so we see within Surat al-Anbiya, we see the struggle of Ibrahim alayhi salam, who struggled against shirk, polytheism, especially idolatry. We see the great prophet Lut alayhi salam who struggled against injustice and sexual immorality. We see the great prophet Ayyub alayhi salam who struggled against impatience. He had to be really patient with what inflicted him. 
we see the great Prophet Yunus salam, who had to struggle against his anger, Kataratul al-ghadab, that he became angry, he couldn't control his emotions. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then put him into the belly of a whale. And we see Zakaria alayhi salam and his struggle against isolation. Then we see Maryam, may Allah be pleased with her, alayha salam, and her struggle against the lusts of this world. And so these great messengers and great ones and the other ones mentioned in this chapter, they make a special point, and that is of the soul's purification. That we are going through a struggle in this world, but the essence of the struggle is to purify ourselves in order to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this chapter shows that the prophets were human beings, but they were specially guided by Allah, specially chosen, and they triumphed over evil, even though they had human weaknesses. But Allah makes it clear in verse number 35. كُلُّ نَفْسٍ ذَائِقَةُ الْمَوْتِ وَنَبْلُوَكُمْ بِالشَّرِّ وَالْخَيْرِ فِتْنَةِ وَإِلَيْنَا تُرْجَعُونَ Every soul must taste death. And we will test you with evil and good in trials and tribulations. But you will surely return to us. And so the prophets, all human beings, everybody must taste death. And we see how deep this verse is today because the world is in extremes. There are those who are living in the highest form of opulence and wealth ever imagined. And then we see those who are suffering in some of the worst conditions that people have ever found themselves in. And so with this, the struggle continues, but Allah makes it clear, No matter what it is, whether you think you're rich, or whether you think you are poor, you will all return to us. But Allah gives us hope in that the last messenger is described in verse 107, And we have sent you, O Muhammad, but a mercy to all of the worlds. And so the Prophet is hope for us. And through his sunnah, through the revelation that has come to us, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us hope after the great struggles that we are involved in. The next chapter in the 17th Jews is Surat al-Hajj, and this is uh, Medaniyah. The first chapter, uh, Al-Anbiya, was Makkiyah, and more than likely in the middle of the Meccan period. This one, pl placed in a divine order by Jibreel alayhi salam, this one is uh, Medaniyah. And it is the chapter of the pilgrimage. And it begins a new series uh, that gives us methods contributing to our religious progress. And so Allah gives us a methodology, gives us a way to improve our spirituality and to complete our devotions. And it's interesting, again, that this chapter, although it's dealing with the Hajj, it is, it is bringing us a vivid description right in the beginning where Allah tells us, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, Ya ayyuhal ladheen 
Ya Yuhannas, ittaku rabbakum, inna zalzalatisa'a shay'un adhi. O humanity, reverence your Lord, for surely the signs of the hour will be a terrible thing. And look at the signs that we are facing now as we move toward the day of judgment. Look at the earthquakes, the rumbling, the terrible floods. It'll get worse and worse and worse as we go toward the day of resurrection. This chapter shows us the spiritual implications of the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it, it, it shows us the importance of how we should keep our rituals, but yet the spirituality that is so important to us in this world. And uh, in this world, a struggle continues. Evil will continue to rear its ugly head. But the chapter shows us the importance of fighting against evil. That no matter what, we need to struggle. And we find within this mighty chapter, in verse number 39, Allah tells us, أُذِنَ لِلَّذِينَ يُقَاتِلُونَ بِأَنَّهُمْ ذُلِمُوا وَنَّ اللَّهَ عَلَى نَصْرِهِمْ لَقَدِيَةً Permission has been given for those who are fighting, who are struggling, that they can fight. Because surely uh, they have been oppressed and Allah is the best to give victory. He has power over all things. And so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us and wraps it up that you have permission now to struggle. This is a very key point that was uh, brought to the believers in the Medina period because it meant that qital, it meant that fighting, um, it's permissible. So we can take it to another stage. We're no longer mustada'afin in the earth, but we can defend ourselves. We're not just weak victims, but we can defend truth. We can stand up against evil. So no matter what evil does, no matter what obstacles and hindrances it does, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's religion will ultimately succeed. And we as believers, if we hold on to the path, can be successful in this life and in the hereafter. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the beauty of this section and the beauty of these verses and help us to implement the Qur'an into our lives and our children's lives, inshallah, as I leave you in peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.